this is Cosmic Dream Radio. You can learn more at www.luminouswork.org. Stay tuned. Hello. Long time no here. I'm back um, with a new poem that I'm pretty proud of. It is called Christmas Trees. Um, I recently read this at Great Weather for Media's reading series at the Parkside Lounge, and I um, preceded it with a couple of notes that I think help you sort of navigate through this poem, which is pretty long and I think has a lot of layers. Um, I thought it was helpful to share that there were a couple of articles I'd read that sort of created the emotional wave, I guess, which this poem rides. Um, One of them was about scientists and volunteers who are currently, as we speak, um, essentially coming up with ways to help trees migrate uh, in the face of climate change. Obviously, a tree that needs cold to reproduce or prevent disease or survive uh, as the climate starts warming could potentially go extinct. So scientists are currently um, doing a couple things. First of all, there's like an accelerated breeding program to um, crossbreed the individuals of each species, which seem to have more heat tolerance. And they're also like gathering seeds and carrying them further and further north to higher altitudes. So, for example, if you look at really high mountains, there's a tree line uh, above which trees don't usually appear, but trees are slowly starting to appear higher and higher up mountains, and people are seeding trees further and further north for survival. Um, The other article, which is also something that's happening right now, is as uh, the permafrost is melting in the Arctic, um, remains of our long-gone ancestors from the Ice Age, pre-Ice Age, I guess, are starting to thaw, and archaeologists are scrambling uh, to to record them or, or get them, take them into laboratories so they can study and learn from them uh, before they rot, because, of course, they've been preserved for years under the ice. But once they thaw, they almost immediately start to decompose, and they are... Uh, very interesting record of our where we come from. So neither of these things are directly addressed in this poem, but they're they're definitely um, current facts that seem almost mythical that are uh, driving this poem to where it wants to go. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, It's in several parts and uh, As I said, it's called Christmas Trees, after our favorite alpine friends. One morning on the school bus, I see the pines in grey-gold southern winter light breathe. We are Christians, and yet the forest, each tree, evidently breathes. I, so sluggish mornings, feel unnervingly alert, fine-tuned like Paul between here and Damascus, a fallen electrical wire. 
trees breathe? Do they also speak still? Great forests. Beasts breathing carbon and light. Pure cities of solar chemistry where sap flow clocks seasonal time. Forests that render the earth habitable. Congregations of species, hallowed be your individual names, hallowed as the living floor of spores, fungus, and rot, where other beasts, deer, fox, coon, crow, feast and forage, roaming even as ourselves. Hope that the fires, when they come, fuel fierce winds, that the winds, when they come, gust north, north may the gales bear your children trees, and bury them deep beneath blankets of preserving snow. Every migrant wants a better life for her children. Where do I settle? Where will there be water but not flood? Where will crops grow? Where will be cold enough to kill disease? Warmth enough to spare struggle for fuel. To the west, dead crops, drought, fire. In the east, unprecedented storms. In the south, heat, flood, infectious disease, brine-pickled soil. To the north, boreal forests burn. Ancient corpses wrapped in furs rise out of melting ice armed with stone knives like mythical kings resurfacing for a final fight. And the ice drip, 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 drips. A timepiece calibrated to clock its own demise, the years that will pass before grains grind encasing glass into sand, the shore awash in liquid ice. Meanwhile, I can footnote every sentence with a reference, Scientific American, the New York Times. Meanwhile, trees migrate. Sapling advances seed, advances sapling, a slow march north following cold that forces branches to bud, seeds to shoot out of the just-thawed ground. I imagine... The migratory trees assembling at the North Pole. And a polar bear lives among them, like a unicorn in an encircling bower. On Christmas Eve, she, wreathed with hemlock, shagged with ice, crosses like the full moon oceans, pads on snowy paws to the feet of beds where children dream of icicles and fur. Boughs with prickly needles instead of leaves. Boughs foliage like feathers, so fragrant the air snaps around them, both peaceful and invigorating. The white bear watches each child sleep through another blistering white-hot Christmas Eve. With eyes not kind or unkind, but wild, she watches the children breathe. 
do they also speak still? Last year at my house, Christmas was too warm for a fire. But we always build a fire on Christmas, so it didn't feel like Christmas without one. We opened all the windows, piled up the grate, and unsequestered ourselves some carbon. It was hot. Only the dogs would admit it. They watched us sweat Christmas from the cool floor under the tree in the next room. Thank you, tree. And trees my father felled himself for wood. We will tend your children for as long as this climate allows. And then we will carry cones, berries, samsaras, seeds in our knapsacks till we settle, if we can, where rain adequately falls, where winter is sufficiently chill, where your seeds may be sown, your seedlings tended like pops of a fierce savior race that will rise masterful out of the frenzied earth, feeding on the oppressive air. In grave festival of darkest night we will grow, still and quiet, listening beyond breath to all things breathe, hearkening the God on earth who still speaks. <laughs>